Hello and welcome to the Living on the B-Side podcast, a show for the quiet and introverted humans. This is a place for you if you're looking for a different way to feel and connect to your emotions and experience life from a different angle, music. I'm your host Birgit and I'm all about using our love of music and the connected experiences to enrich our life in a different way. Join me while I talk about songs and artists from different genres of music, what impact they had in my life, and the thoughts and emotions triggered by them, and also the why. I can't wait to take you on this musical journey with me. Well, hello and hello B-Siders, and welcome to another episode of the Living on the B-Side podcast, a podcast that is for all you quiet and introverted humans out there who are music lovers and just want to put a bit of a different spin on your life by using music a bit more and maybe in a different way. So welcome everybody. And today is guest interview day and I'm super excited to have my first guest for this year. Um, and it's the lovely Michelle. Hello, Michelle. How are you going? Hello. Yes, I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for coming on. It's a pleasure to have you here. Now, Michelle, um, I think I'm going to switch it up a little bit this time around. I would love for you to introduce yourself and just um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do and also how um, important music is in your life. And then we can go into the rest of the interview, if that's all right with you. Sure, sure. I am, I'm a conscious business coach, so I work with service-based entrepreneurs predominantly, and my whole career has been based around the service element, so supporting people and supporting teams, supporting scale-ups and startups and SMEs to improve their internal culture, their business models, their strategies, and, and really grow together as a team. And the whole thing for me really there is the connectivity. So everything that I've done leading up to my business launch a couple of years ago was all around making sure that everything was connecting itself. And that's that's where I kind of come in with a unique conscious framework about that. So it's blending spirituality and spiritual frameworks and spiritual practices in with business strategy. Uh, and that's, I kind of did that naturally at the start of my career. And then people were like, oh, that's odd, that's different. Oh, that's, that's new. And um, I kind of developed this method uh, of conscious working. So going in somewhere and not doing the traditional kind of, uh, small business frameworks that people had and the methodologies that they used and introducing some things that were more conscious and, and more spiritual based practices within a, a business setting, which for an entrepreneur works really well. And I found that it works really well in my life and on my journey. And I now teach that and coach that. Oh, wonderful. Um, Sounds really interesting. So we hopefully dive into that a little bit more around the, yeah, with the music connection, hopefully. Um, yeah. So how long have you been doing that? You said, that this particular way of doing it about two years was that right well I launched my business about two, two years, years ago, ago. But okay I, but I um I've been doing it for oh, over 13 years now oh, um okay. for, the, for the business strategy so yeah I'm part of the furniture and the business strategy side of things <laughs> but that's how I feel about it but I do really enjoy it and the part of me is extremely um spiritual I do a lot of Reiki quantum touch some like healing um I'm training to be a medium at the moment, which I'm finding amazing. Um, and a lot of my journey, and this is where the music piece really comes in for me. A lot of my journey has been kind of understanding healing, but understanding healing and 
the scientific parts of astrology and bringing all of those things in so that it's really relatable and easy for people to understand and use and integrate to help them in their journey wherever they are. For me, the music piece is three things. It's joy. It's absolute joy when you listen to a piece of music that you love, right? Yeah. And it's healing. So I've done lots of different kinds of ceremonies and different practices with, uh, which, which I can talk about a bit later, that is to do with healing. So it's emotional healing. I'm mm-hmm. um, using different, different music, different types of music and different traditions in music. Um, and three is, is work. So I use music when I do deep time work, which is something I teach a lot and I talk a lot about because I feel it's so important to, for focus and flow. And I use a lot of music in that. So if I don't listen to music when I'm trying to do some deep time work, my deep time work isn't as deep. It's not as rich. I find that it's not as effective if I don't pair that with music. Um, and that that for me is a game changer, actually. That whole method is a game changer in terms of being able to, to really get into a good flow state yourself. Wow. That is, I always love when um, people in business use music um, to, to, to work and help others. And I always so find it so fascinating the different ways of, of how people do it. And yours obviously is, you know, just what you explain. yeah it just kind of blows my mind that you can connect this and really help people to to flourish and from what I understand also kind of find their own kind of jam and their own kind of flow and put the pieces together and all that by kind of using some shape of sound or music so um yeah how do you remember when that's when you became conscious about that how that works how you sort of just go with that and use it to to help other business owners or other businesses to to kind of use sound or music to improve and help with growth or whatever it is in business because you know business can be so dry and music (laughs) always feels like makes it better so when when did you first sort of consciously notice that this is kind of your that makes you so different to other people doing maybe the same or similar things I think I, it was it started as a personal thing uh, I, I realized that when I was listening to music that was I was I was having days where I felt low at the end of the day and I couldn't quite work out why like I felt disconnected or preoccupied or chaotic in my my mind and I realized that it was the music that I was listening to. So I used to travel into London. So I live just outside of London in an area called Hertfordshire. And I used to travel into London on the train. So a lot of my train journey, my commute was either reading a book or it was listening to music. And most of the time it was listening to music. And I realized how it affected me, the type of music I was listening to going into work and coming back home from work on on that train. Because the train journey for me was about an hour and a half commute. So it was three hours of music a day. That's not even including during the day at work, whatever was playing in the office or being at home and listening to some music when I got home. So I realized that it really affected my mood. And people say that, but I really experienced that for myself. And it got me to thinking, what can I listen to that's gonna improve my mood? And I started noticing that people were listening to really pumped up songs like Eye of the Tiger or like some real classical, you know, that Rocky style, um, I'm, you know, pumped up songs. And that had equally a detrimental effect from what I could see with, with other people. And the reason I say that is because music will unconsciously affect your mood. And then you consciously think you're making a decision or you're acting in a certain way, but it's covering something else up. What I mean by that is, 
if you are doing a piece of work, say you're an entrepreneur and you're trying to do this uh, particular new service, something that doesn't particularly resonate with you, that you're not comfortable with, but you learned it in a course or you saw somebody else do it and you think, I should be doing this for my business. And you think I should be doing this for my business because everybody else is. And I've been told that this is the best way to make money or to have my business success. And then instead of sitting with that idea and consciously thinking, how do I feel about doing X, Y, and Z in my business? You do it because you think you should be doing it. And you try and find these tools to patch up over the fact that it doesn't quite align with you and pump yourself up. So you're, you are using these music as a tool to pump yourself up, but it's, it's covering up something that actually you don't want to do. Mm. And I'm not saying these types of songs aren't good for different things, but I've seen it in a work environment work like that. So, okay, what can we do to get ourselves pumped up and excited about this? But rather than thinking, and music is a good one for that. So I remember I started my uh, university life in theatre arts. So when we were doing some bits of, you know, working on the set or doing some um, some recordings and things like that, we'd listen to music in the, in the um, stage room. And it was like pumping us up. But actually, it was like a false sense of, do you know that nervous excitement vibration that you get when when you're not quite sure about something? That oh, kind yeah. of like you're, like, yeah, like yeah. you're floating up. That's that's inhibited. I found and I've seen and I've experienced myself. That's inhibited by music as well. Um, and it's and I was like, what can? But that's but music is such a good tool. Music is so nourishing. How can I use that in my life to be mm. nourishing rather than to cover something up? And I know that's a really strange thing to notice, but it's just what I was noticing happening. And when I started listening to music and it was actually like kind of like a trancey, deep house type of music that was wordless. And when I started listening to that while I was doing my work, I realized that my creativity was flowing stronger and I was able to concentrate more. And the no words during work time was really important for me to not get distracted or to not be influenced by the storyline of the song right so yeah I've just been kind of thinking while you were explaining that how that could work in like or how is it working at my end and I did notice over the last sort of few weeks I tend to prefer um, you know those YouTube clips where you just have like rain noise or it's like uh, at the moment I really enjoy the sort of chalet type of snowstorm with a fire crackling in the background and if I have that on I can really zone in and it's it just gives me this really cozy feeling and I feel like it, it just feels good whereas sometimes like you say if you have songs like that, other songs where like the dance tunes or whatever it is you, you want to just bob along to it, but you're not focused. So is that kind of what you mean? Absolutely. It, yeah. it works in two ways. It's, it's that exactly that. It's, the, it's just the music. It's just the, the construction of the music. Um, but also how it makes you feel because of how you relate to the song. T think about it. If you break up with somebody, if you're in a relationship and you have a breakup, if all you do is listen to sad songs, you are reliving the loop. You're not dealing with your emotions. You're not looking within. You are trying to soothe yourself from the outside in rather than the inside out when when you have something that doesn't that doesn't help you to heal I mean that's where the healing part for me comes in mm -hmm. uh, as well it's understanding what you're listening to and why and what's that what is that actually doing to you, you get this a lot with mainstream music because of because the lyrical element comes in quite a lot 
Um, so if you if you are in a sad place and you listen to sad songs, you're not going to feel on top of the world, are you? No. <laughs> but it's a question of being conscious about that and why. Why am I staying in this loop? Is it because I feel more comfortable here rather than actually dealing with the emotion that's underneath all of this? You know, and you can get quite deep there. And it's used, music is used a lot with trauma therapy. Sound baths are amazing with, with trauma therapy um, and for, for real radical healing. And that, you know, the sound baths obviously don't use any music. It's just the, the frequency, the vibration of the, of the tones. Um, but being really being really aware about, and I've really kind of tried to hone this in on myself over the last few years, being really aware of what's going to help me through music, because it's such an important element of, of most parts of life, because you hear sounds all the time. If you hear a, a, a sound that makes you jump, you, do you know the, the feeling where you, you get a shock from your body? It's like an electric shock. If you just hear a sudden sound, yeah. you know, it affects you in, in ways that we can't consciously see with our eyes or like mm. be consciously aware of. It does affect your mood. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And now you're explaining it this way. It, it does make sense to me. And I'm sure a lot of our viewers or listeners will, will hopefully agree. And if not, definitely start to think about it. And that's what I kind of love about music. It's, um, it's a free tool that can really do so much for us. It's just us knowing how to actually use it. And that's why I think people like you obviously play such an important part to highlight this. And if and I think I kind of feel like you might even do it in a little bit of a sneaky way where people don't even realize what they're doing. Is that true? Do you, does that happen to you often when you work with, with your clients that they go, I didn't even realize you were doing that? Is, does that happen to you? It, it does with the more spiritual side of things. So if I'm yeah. doing something that works on a Reiki level, um, a quantum touch level, or, or like a lot of the work that I've done over the last few years has been um, to do with shamanic practices. So one of the tools that was game changer for me in my own healing journey was shamanic drumming, which is really, it can be really simple. It's a simple drum beat that lasts for 15, 20 minutes, half an hour, depending on the, the type of thing you're doing. It's a simple drum beat that you do what they call a journey. So it's, it's like, a, 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 it's similar to a meditation, but it's just a very ancient shamanic practice that enables you to go into a different mm -hmm. state, like a meditative state, and what they call sometimes a trance state, and um, go through like a visionary, usually like a visionary um, journey, very similar to a meditation. And this simple drumbeat keeps, it was, the I, remember, I still remember the first time I did it, it, it was so steady, and so strong, but so safe at the same time, it enabled me to be able to go through that healing process during that journey. And there's obviously different elements in there. There's the teacher, there's the person that holds space, there is the intention of that kind of ceremonial practice, but shamans and shamanic tribes use this technique all the time and it's ancient, ancient. And they used to create musical instruments with whatever they had. Mm. Um, and the other thing that they do, which is really interesting is, which is beautiful actually, not just interesting, it's beautiful, is they used to honor, because they have um, like the four directions, like north, south, east and west, the four directions. And they used to honor the animal, like the, their whole medicine makeup. And they used to honor the animal that they had created the drum from. So obviously like going back many, many years, it was all um, 
animal made, animal skin. Um, and it was part of honoring the animal for like, they had the buffalo drums with the buffalo skin and honoring the fact that they got food and shelter and warmth from that one animal. And it was just, it, I've got goosebumps talking about it. They, it's how they integrate the appreciation for the world that we live in. Um, and that richness of the simplicity of that drumbeat was so powerful for me. Um, and it's something that I use. And I think I understand it because I've, I've loved it and lived it for a few years. But when I do it for a client now, they don't necessarily, I haven't got time to explain obviously the whole thing and they don't have time to absorb or integrate that part of it. But it still is effective because I remember I was with somebody actually a few weeks ago and she said, I can't do this. I can't meditate. I can't picture these things on my own. Like I just, I can't do it. I find it too difficult um, and I said okay try this thing so subliminally yes it, <laughs> it came in there and she you know she wasn't sure what to expect and she came out of it and she'd gone from a to z on that journey and had a huge beautiful transformation during that process and it was 20 minutes but with that use of the drumbeat if we'd just gone through talking it doesn't it's, it doesn't have the same effect but using the drumbeat that they that in that scenario and that setting really helped support the entire space I mean, that sounds amazing. And God, you know, <laughs> that makes me want to try it out, to be honest. Um, now, obviously, you, you said that with um, that shamanic um, drum beats, the best way to obviously do it is by having a guide who helps you out, explains to you what's going to happen and, and walks you through that process. But what if we don't have that and we still want to try it out or, or just can we just listen to it and do you have any sort of um advice how to do it right so it's it's actually yeah so that you kind of honor it as well and you're not just doing it and you do it wrong and it's sort of you know because I always feel like if it's something so spiritual it should be honored and done the right way so you know it's not kind of disrespectful almost so is there any sort of tips you can maybe share on how to do it without having a guide but you still want to want to do it yeah, absolutely. I mean, I do it a lot on my own. Um, and the, the the one thing that I would say is the intention is, is really important. So your intention of what you're doing. So be true to the intention that you're doing something for. I'll give you an example. If you go in, if you do any kind of meditation or any kind of journeying where you are trying to do something outside of yourself, i.e. Um, trying to find something out about someone else, I personally always say that's a no-go. You never go into something like that to do something or to affect somebody else. You do it for your own personal growth. You don't go into somebody else's space. You don't take their energy. You don't draw on their energy. You don't push out to them with your own energy. You do it for yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the intention um, because some people, if they're feeling vulnerable and they are, um, their, their focus is on somebody else, that's all they're thinking about. Um, but that's for me where it the intention goes wrong and it shouldn't be for anybody else outside of you. It should be for you. So that's the number one thing is the intention and focusing on you. Mm -hmm. um, there's loads of different um, there's loads of different tracks on, on YouTube or various different um, platforms where you can get drum beats. They do differ slightly. If the drum is different, if the skin is different, if the heat around the drum, if it's a natural drum is has been uh, is different, then the sound will be different. There'll be lots of different it sounds the same to simple drumming, but there's lots of different ones that you can use and find one that works for you. Find mm -hmm. one that you feel. For me, when I when something resonates for me, I feel it in my gut. Like I feel it like in my lower belly, in my belly, and I, I get goosebumps and I'm like, yes, that's the one for me. I just feel it in my body. Yeah. So feel it in your body. However, that for some, for some people, it just is a feeling in their heart. Some people, it's kind of like a tingling on their skin. It's mm -hmm. just a lightness or it's just a knowing. 
So find one that, that really works for you and you'll know within a few seconds. Use that, use your intuition for those first few seconds of listening to something to know whether it really resonates for you and use that one. Um, and there's some scripts and I'm happy to share a script with you on, on how to do the meditation, but you can, you can just use that as a meditation. And there's some guided ones as well. There's some really nice guided ones around um, so mm -hmm. that you can guide, you can be guided because then it takes the pressure away of doing it yourself. Right. Okay. Yeah. Good, good starter tips. And um, yeah, if you have any that you want to share with um, obviously us here living on the B side, I'm happy to put the, the links in, in the, sh in the episode description and um, yeah, hopefully we get some feedback on anyone who tried it and what the experience was. That would be, that'd be really cool. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. Now, I love everything we've talked about. And yeah, I love the way you integrate it, not just into your personal life, but also in your business. Now, uh, let's switch gears a little bit here. Um, I'm sort of thinking about, let's go in the direction of a bit more um you know, what sort of your favorite song that you have? Have you got one? Because I know some people are like, I can't choose. But have you got a favorite song? And if you have, which one is it and why? I do have a favorite song. And I, this, the song is the feeling that I got when I first listened to the song. Um, but it is like, I totally get that. It's so hard because there's so many different, different moods and different, different moments as well that we associate with songs. Um, but there's a song by Mitsuo and it's called uh, Live Like a Warrior. And the first time I heard that song, I felt like I was, I'd been shot up into the sky. I was, it was obviously the right moment for me to listen to that song and those lyrics. Um, but that's my favorite song. And whenever I feel a little bit, um, like I need a bit of a push that's my push song mm -hmm. that's my like I just I, I need that moment it gives me a moment that I absolutely adore um and that's yeah that's my favorite song and there's through I, we all go through different things of, with with life and I think finding music that helps you it's very hard to describe <laughs> um <laughs> finding finding a piece of music that helps you honor your past and be excited for your future and that's what this song does to me oh wow yeah that's kind of hard to find <laughs> um yeah. it can be hard but I'm glad you have and I did check it out and um yes I I really like it too it's um especially the lyrics because I think a lot of people can probably relate to that so much and yeah, yeah no it's I'll pop the link to the YouTube um to the YouTube song as well in the episode description because everyone should listen to it and make up their own mind. But I'm sure everyone will agree it's a beautiful song. Right, we've covered the, the drumming, which um, you kind of introduced me to when we sort of started chatting about you coming on. And I really love that. Um, it sort of speaks to us, and I don't know how to describe this, but on a deeper level it feels more like your ancestry kind of comes through even though where I'm from I'm not sure they more had the alphorns remember like the big sort of alphorns <laughs> I'm thinking they probably used that I'm not sure how that could get you in a trance but anyway serve the purpose so um yeah so it's I find it amazing so how do you how do you actually work apart from the spiritual side of things that you do for work, you also obviously work with probably a bit more of a drier side, I imagine, sort of business to business and maybe individuals. 
Is there a way for you to integrate that kind of sound or music effect as well? Or is that something you'd rather keep for more the spiritual Reiki kind of side of your business or does it all nicely flow together? It kind of does. What you just did there, it kind of just, yeah, just flows. So it comes together and then it goes apart and comes together. Yeah. Um, but ultimately, they, it runs on the same vein because it's all about you. Whatever you're doing is all about you. The reason these tools and these kinds of um, these, these tips come in handy for entrepreneurs and they really are effective is because when you step into that space and when you run your own business and when you're in that frame, you are 100% exposed to things that you weren't before it puts you in the uncomfortable it brings things up and I'm sure lots of people can resonate with this it brings things up that you didn't even know were there um like uh, particularly emotions and different perspectives and having to shift your own perspective and be have the courage to to step away and step back and say okay I'm gonna I'm not gonna go with with the crowd here I'm gonna do what I feel is right for me whether it's your family your friends or your um or your work colleagues or whatever, whatever it might be and I think that's where it really blends in because mm -hmm. things are thrown up in business that need attention and they need, they need to be processed. Mm -hmm. And that's where it can go. So you, something comes up in the work ex experience and you think, what am I going to do? I mean, sometimes for me, if I'm frustrated with something I'm working on or I'm feeling stuck, or I just can't, I'm feeling like I just can't push through or there's that kind of irritation that comes in. I'll put a song on in my headphones and I tend to not put it on the speaker. I put it in my ears so I can really have a bubble <laughs> and I just, I dance. And it just, just to move my body, change the energy, change the space, just shake it out. And I'll, I'll dance, I'll do something, just any song that comes on, I'll sometimes go to my pop list or I'll sometimes go to like a, you know, a, a different kinds of like a rock list. I'll, I'll go to different things for just something that will shift me. And the intention of that piece is just to shift. So when I'm doing my coaching, if we're talking about something that feels a bit dry, because I really love business strategy because I think it can express the right things to the right people at the right time. Mm -hmm. um, and you need, you need people doing things authentically because it's not the, it's not what they're doing. It's how they're doing it. That shines out that then actually influences other people. Yep. Okay. You have two people saying the same thing and it's the authenticity and it's the, the strength of that person and the, the commitment to the truth of what they're saying that really makes you feel inspired. And you can only get there by working on yourself. Mm -hmm. you know, so that's where, yeah. that's for me where they, they come both in. I mean, with the, with the deep work, a lot of people don't do music when they deep work because they think it's gonna be distracting. But I mean, there's been lots of studies done on classical music when you're working yeah. and about how, I mean, there was, there's lots of stuff that says how it can make you more intelligent, but the, the bottom line is it will, it will, because the music beat is slower and there's no, it tends to be slower or there's, there's a whole language within a, a classical piece of music. Um, and it will, it will, just try it. If you haven't tried it before, try it. Try doing music, um, sorry, try doing work to classical music and then try doing work to something else and see the, result, the results, but how you feel about doing the work that you were doing. Mm, yeah so I'm gathering it's a lot about how the individual or how I feel about the music that's the most important piece and then I can use that to work on myself and get into that flow where things are more authentic so that's that's how I feel or hear what you're saying is that kind of right 
Yeah, absolutely. And it has to work for you. People will do different things. The one thing I'll say is be very careful of lyrical music when you're working. Mm. It will it will distract you and it goes in. Oh God, yeah. How many times have I tried that? And in the end, I was just like doing all this, singing along and I didn't do the work. So <laughs> I can understand that yeah. very well. <laughs> yeah, but e- even if you're not consciously, like even if it's a song that you don't know, it go- it does go in. I mean, sometimes I love listening to music um, that is from a different country where I only speak English. So it's that if I listen to a piece of Spanish music or a piece of Greek music or a piece of Italian music and there's the lyrics, I don't relate to the lyrics. I don't know what they mean. I just appreciate the melody and the song and the, the, the whole sentiment of the what I'm picking up through that. It could be completely wrong <laughs> but I <laughs> because I don't know the words. But sometimes sometimes that's okay. Um, if I'm doing some brainstorming or I just want some something else in the background and I shift it. So if I think in the morning I'm going to do some brainstorming, I'll usually put on something that's more energetic. And then if I, and that's usually where I'm moving around the room, I might do, that's where I might have that mm-hmm. dance mode. I'll put on a track to just shift the energy if I feel a bit stuck. And then when I come down to do some serious, some serious work, let me rephrase that. Some, <laughs> so it's all serious work. It um, is. <laughs> when I come down, when I come to do some focus work, when I really want to focus and I want to go deep, when I want to do one thing really well and I want to go deep and really crack something, um, that's when I'll switch to no mute to no word music. And that's when I'll go into like a more deep house type of melody music or um, mm-hmm. like a organica music I love while I'm working as well. I was just thinking back when you said, that, you know, the deep house music or whatever it is, I was, <laughs> I don't know if that has any relevance or connection at all, but I was thinking back when I was younger to my clubbing days. And um, th- there was a time during the early mornings when that club music or house music or, or trance music as they call it just when you're just on the dance floor and all you do is you just move you don't think you just are and you just be and that kind of that's sort of what reminded me of when you said when you want to do the deep kind of work you just need that kind of music that helps you to get to that level of just letting it go yeah. so yeah it's interesting. Most coders I know will listen to some kind of deep house. I mean, that could just be my small, um, <laughs> relatively speaking, in terms of the world. Um, but I, I, most of the coders I know will listen to like some kind of because it's repetitive as well. Mm-hmm. And when you're doing something where you need to keep going one step in front of the other, having that support, that underpinning support of that rhythm really mm-hmm. helps. It really does help, but it, you're right. It puts you in the moment. And mm-hmm. we spend so much time not being in the moment when actually the moment is all we have. It takes one moment for an idea to come in. You don't get a download. Do you know, when you just, you're thinking, oh, what should I do? What should I, what should I name this course? What should I do for this? And what should I name my podcast? What could I, what should I, you know, what's my 2022 goals? You know, what it, whatever it is that you're thinking about, it takes one moment for that idea to come in. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I agree. If you, think back, if you think back to any any inspired piece of work or t- action taking that you've done, yeah. it's that one moment. And we spend so much time avoiding that one moment that that music puts you back in it. Yeah. Live music agree. does as well. Yeah. Oh, don't start me on live music. <laughs> it's a favorite. Oh, I love it. I grew up on, well, I was introduced to live music at a very early age. <clears throat> through my mom mini concerts but she also worked in a nightclub where they had live bands so that for me was a massive influence um and appreciation too for people who actually play the instrument who learn the craft and who do well so 
yeah live music is one of the best things ever so yay <laughs> I, I completely agree I remember being with somebody who played the handpan and she she wasn't she just played it for meditation like she would say whenever I play this handpan that's I'm 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 in a different world um, it just transport transported her somewhere else that she and she used it for her, like a meditation for herself but we used to sit around and listen to her and it was listening to it on on a you know electronic device on your tablet your phone or whatever is is one thing and it can do something it creates a space that you create in wherever the environment that you're in but when you're live and you listen to music like that it's amazing the other time that this was really prominent for me I was in uh, Lithuania last year mm-hmm. and there was somebody that came in to do um, just some drumming just to play some live music and he he was unbelievable he was amazing he was a and a brilliant, brilliant musician. And at the end, um, we were talking about various different things. And he said, I don't know what I'm going to play before I come here. Oh. So I, I don't know. He didn't practice. He just wow. feels the music, feels the audience and plays. And it was phenomenal. It's phenomenal. That's amazing. If someone can have that connection to themselves and his surroundings, that's, that's beautiful. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Nice. And musical was the vehicle for him to do that mm-hmm. and it can be a, it can be it can be that that a to b for us as well yeah which was one of my questions I wanted to sort of um just throw throw at you here um obviously I'm an introvert you on the introverted side as far as I know correct me if I'm wrong um and I know for us introverts the world can be a very noisy place and noise is obviously not good sound it it can be distracting it can be muffling it can be restricting is there any sort of advice or tips you can give anyone that's a bit on the more quiet side or the introverted side how to really tap into themselves by using the music I mean you gave some really good tips already and I suppose they can apply that you know already they're great but anything specific that maybe specifically for us introverts that could really give us a bit of an edge or help us come out of our shell and really let go because I know sometimes we hold back too because we're a bit unsure so anything that comes to mind for me it would be this is a great question it's a great question thank you Um, for me it's it is the healing piece so being introverted and not wanting to be in the limelight or in the busy in the busy places or in the bars and pubs that are crazy and you want to be I would rather be at home with my book and my hot chocolate and that's just that's how who I've grown into and I but that's my happy place yeah. um yeah. not feeling like that's something that shouldn't be done we live depending on where you live in the world I mean I've I was born in London I grew up in in England and success is based on how loud you shout in the office or how loud you shout at a dinner party and it a lot we have to understand that the conditioning in a lot of places and this I'm being stereotypical here this isn't always the case but I've, I've seen that it's often the case and with my clients it's it's 100% been the case with the people that I've worked with um is how we deal with success and how we deal with our own self-worth through what society perceive what what we perceive a society saying is successful and it is is worth and I think that's the big piece mm-hmm. knowing that being introverted and being quiet and being and not wanting to be any other way apart from who you are is absolutely perfect 
And if that bring if that in itself brings up feelings of anxiety or feelings of uncertainty, that's what music can help heal. Yes, 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 yes. And it's never too late to start the journey. Never. And there will always be more layers and more layers. So yes, but start. <laughs> Definitely start. As soon as you get an inkling that's whatever language I'm I'm very spiritually based and, and I have been since I was a kid I always remember something happening to me that was kind of ethereal or what people would call spiritual or what people would call woo and but it doesn't matter what language you use it doesn't matter if you use different language to me just know that you are born with an inner sense of knowing however that feels to you and however you describe that whatever words you use to describe that we are all born with that that's a that's a gift that we all have yeah. and if you get something that doesn't quite feel right, if you get an inkling or just something, a knowing, a, a, if you see pictures in your head, if you hear something that just comes, whatever that, however that channeling comes into you, trust that. Mm -hmm. Just trust it because it's, everyone is who they are. If we were all the same, it wouldn't, it, it, yeah. it yeah. wouldn't, we, we all express different, different unique perspectives. And that by itself is beautiful. And there's no, there's no right and wrong. And we live in a world where everything is one or the other. It's black or white, it's right or wrong. And even if we try and break out of that, once you consciously realize and you get that kind of knowing, do you know what, actually this doesn't quite feel right, sit with it, allow that to be. Mm -hmm. Allow that to be, stay in the moment and allow that to be. And yeah. don't ignore that because that's your, that's your body, that's you, that's your inner, your, your deepest inner self saying, stop but life and intuition is very gentle in comparison to the very action orientated life that most of us live because going into work being on the train going into the supermarket these mm. are all very just action orientated activities mm -hmm. and life is a life is way more gentle it's quieter so we have to listen more and that's what I think us introverts or more quiet people are very good at that and I always found for me personally, and this is why living on the beast that kind of exists, is my sort of nudges or kind of downloads always happened around music. Um, so I feel if if someone really loves music, maybe pay a bit more attention to what's going on around you. I, I notice a lot when I go shopping, for example, all of a sudden there's a song or two playing and I go, really? This one, that's never playing in a supermarket. But today, out of all days, it is. And for me as an introvert, it kind of helps me. It can be a confirmation or it can be a nudge saying you've got to think about this a bit more. It can be just one line out of the song or it can just be the music. So I, I found that such a great compass almost in my life. And I think as introverts, you're really in tune with that. And I think, like you said, we should trust that a bit more because you don't have to be loud. Quiet is actually almost more powerful than being loud and for us to accept that I find I don't know if you agree with me on this but once we can accept that this is actually a superpower then things will start to get better and shift and for me yeah. music helps with that so hopefully other people can get something out of our conversation we're having and the wonderful advice you've given I mean I loved everything you said so beautiful um, and hopefully we can shift a few minds and <laughs> get people to listen a bit more. That'd be yeah. great. Yeah.
Absolutely. I will definitely send you the, um, the, the journeying stuff. Cause I think if anybody feels drawn to it mm-hmm. and feels that it could be something that they want to explore, it's, it's a beautiful, Absolutely. beautiful practice. Even if it doesn't have to be as serious as what I was talking about. I mean, mm-hmm. I've used it, for, I've used it just to switch off and just to be able to come out of my mind and back into my body. I've just used it to switch off sometimes. And other times I've used it for the more kind of heavier process, heavier for want of a better word, processing or, mm-hmm. or kind of therapeutic side of it. So mm-hmm. you can use anything that resonates with you and feels good for you in whichever ways feels good for you. Great. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Thank you. Now, I loved our chat and there's so many golden nuggets in there and I obviously have to re-listen to it so I can digest it all and um, really soak it all up as well. And I hope our listeners and viewers do the same. (laughs) Just rewind and start from the beginning again. (laughs) I do that so often. Well, that's what it's there for. Just go back to the start and listen to it again. Now, I always ask one question at the end of every person I um, interview, I have with every person. And that is, if you would have to pick one song that describes um, your business and or your life, which one would that be? Or is it exactly the same as the favorite song that you've mentioned before? (laughs) That was the first thing that came into my head when you asked me the question. <laughs> That's um, fine. That's yeah. absolutely fine. I think it would be the same. I think, I mean, the song Live Like a Warrior and I I very much resonate and appreciate and see the warrior in everybody regardless of if that's somebody that's really super introverted and thinks that they don't come out of their shell. Um you don't you don't have to come out of your shell. There's there's plenty of value in being very very introverted because that's who you are and that's how you express in the world as well as as well as the other side of of being extremely extroverted and and going out into the world and and um leading a campaign on something you know there's very different different ways that that can be expressed and seen and perceived and but for me it is about that warrior spirit Hmm. I I would have to say the same although there's there's so much there's so much out there um but if I had to choose one right now it would be that one Amazing. I like it. Good choice. <laughs> I'll probably go and listen to it again and put it on like my playlist now because I always love exploring new songs and learning all about new artists that I haven't heard before. So it's always great. Cool. Well, that brings us kind of to the end of our chat today. Um, it's been a very interesting chat and I know I've said that before, but yeah, I always love learning new things and you definitely have shared some really, really insightful um ideas and ways of using music and hopefully um yeah if anyone wants to try anything out i'll put the the links to it in in the description of this episode and obviously if anyone wants to get in touch with you they can certainly do that and um, i'm sure you're more than happy to have a chat with them and see if there's anything that you can do to untangle themselves and open themselves up a bit more Apart from that, would you like to add anything else before we say our goodbyes on this episode? I just a big thank you. I think your podcast, I'm a fan. I'm definitely a fan. And your podcast is amazing. Music's such an important piece for people and to be more aware of of how they use it and how they can use it. Um, So thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much for coming on. It was such a pleasure having you on and connecting with you as well. So thank you for coming into my B-side life. (laughs) Okay, well, 
that's it for another guest episode. Thanks so much for tuning in, for listening and watching. And as I always say to all you B-siders, keep on dancing and keep on rocking. And I shall talk to you and hopefully see you as well in my next episode. Until then, you all take care and I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. All the information and links mentioned can be found in the episode show notes on my website. And why not subscribe to my email list so you're always the first to find out about future guests, exclusive content and updates that I share before anyone else knows about them? Link to sign up is in the episode description.